whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi the Next Generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland, and today we have a special guest joining us for this episode, Ms. Cody Keplinger. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. And today we are going to be talking about Season 10, Episodes 33 and 34, When Love Takes Over. And Kelsey, will you please read us the YouTube summary? Sure thing. I hope this is as good as the last one, by oh, the way. There are there are all bananas. We recorded the episode after this one this morning with Sean. Um, shouts out Sean quickly. Also, spoiler alert, we have so many guests in a row, you guys. Um, but it's like truly bananas. Okay, reading. Adam enlists Fiona to be the female lead in something that Eli and Claire are putting together. <laughs> sure. It also seems that this could help Adam get his chance with Fiona. Anya is actively going after her crush, Dr. Chris, and he seems to be into her, too. Unfortunately, Anya decides to leave one important detail out of her new relationship. Dave asks out a girl that he likes, but later finds out that she is taller than him. Will his friends make fun of him, or will he able to ignore them and continue on with his flame? (laughs) Who wrote this? Since when do we end on rhetorical questions, these? Uh, you, you say questions like there's a question mark and it's not just periods <laughs> across the board. Also, who says flame? Also, he able. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, fine. Sure. Um, <laughs> the episode is called When Love Takes Over, which is a song... A 2009 song by David Guetta, remember him, featuring Kevin Kelly Rowland. Um, I remember her because Destiny's Child. Yes, I remember this song, and I definitely remember David Guetta. Very 2009. Oh. I extremely hate this song. It's just bad. Yeah, it's not great. Um, and I guess it works because Adam and Fiona are in the throes of kind of a love-ish type thing. It's confusing. This episode hurts my heart. Yeah. Which is why I picked it. I'm like, I love these people both so much that they break my heart. Oh gosh, it's very sad. Um, oh, and I guess Anya is also like, this boy is taking over my life and I need to date this man who's so much older than me and I also don't like this part. Um, Cody likes to pick the episodes to be on that are going to hurt her heart, basically, <laughs> across the board. She's here for JT. She's been here for everything sad. Seriously. <laughs> They're always my favorite. <laughs> Just puts you in touch with your emotions. It's fine. We need the drama. Yeah. It's true. And this episode is nothing if not drama. Also, speaking of drama, we have the return of Degrassi drama shirts. <laughs> yes. Um, but the episode starts with... Sav wearing a weird like Cupid toga and wings. That is not school uniform. No, <laughs> I I watched this with Allegra and she had been drinking some wine and she just said "sexy brown Cupid over here" when the episode started. Oh my god! <laughs> of course she did. Shouts out Allegra who is downstairs. Um, do we want to just do fashion right away then? Sure. Yeah, I don't have a ton. 
I know the uniforms really stifle that, but that's, I know you wanted to talk about the uniforms. <laughs> yeah, that's literally my first note is I hate these uniforms. I always, even though I've been listening to your podcast, I always forget this part happens on the show. So as soon as the episode opened, we see Eli in like a red shirt. And I'm like, that's a weird color choice for Eli because <laughs> it's really bright. And then I suddenly go, oh, these are the uniforms. This yeah. is terrible. Um, Holly J's hair looks amazing. Always. It's always good. Um... Adam puts on uh, Declan's spare clothes when he's at Fiona's. Why does he put the tie on as well? It was crazy. that I was wondering about that. I was like, I, this is it just so we could have a tie tying moment? Like, also Adam and Declan's clothes. I'm like, oh Adam, you look so out of place, but also adorable. But also, it's like it's I, creepy. It's a little like it's practical, but also like based on the Fiona. Declan oh God, thing. I didn't even it's think about that. Close. Yeah. Um, Anya and her mom have the same side bangs, which I really like. <laughs> um, I liked Anya's, like, she was wearing a cute dress at the hospital. It was, like, kind of blue and purpley patterned that I thought was cute. Um, when Eli and Adam are, like, walking and talking, Eli is wearing a big red scarf and Adam is oh wearing, like, a half-buttoned cardigan. And I'm like, everyone looks crazy. <laughs> half-buttoned cardigan was so weird. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um... I hated Anya's, like, white jacket. I, the lapels were just insane. You mean her adult woman uniform? <laughs> yes. Also, she wears, like, a crazy necklace. It's, like, a nothing chain with just, like, an enormous black flower Yeah, pendant. that was on her date where she was wearing a really ugly dress. And also, at one point, she was wearing, like, a polka dot shirt with massive polka dots on it. Speaking of day outfits, Dave wears a Lakers jersey to his first date, which <laughs> I is mean, a choice. That's the most normal thing I've ever heard for Dave. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, she likes basketball. It's fine. Yeah, it worked. It started. It was a conversation starter. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it works for them. Um, I liked Fiona's intervention outfit. I thought she looked great. I liked Fiona. Fiona has a shirt. This is shocking to no one. That's like kind of off one shoulder at one point in the episode. And I'm like, I like this, but of course I did. Yeah. <laughs> I always side with the with the weird shoulder things and the, the one sleeve things. Out. Yep. You know how I feel about a shoulder thing. I know. Every time, every time I'm like, Kelsey would hate my wardrobe. <laughs> I never do though. Like I've seen you many times. I never dislike your clothes. They're always good. Well, that's because I really like clothes, but I love sh- weird shoulder thing so yeah it, it was just like a base like I don't remember what color it was but it was just a basic shirt that like hung off one shoulder it wasn't like a cutout. it was just like that too yeah. big neck thing that was yeah, yeah, really yeah. in style at that point that I still kind of love and I was like this looks good on her she has nice shoulders my, oh sorry my last note is that when they were like at the play practice or whatever, Adam has on a crazy pattern jacket that I was confused by. And I don't know if it was for the play or if it was just his jacket. I think it was for the play. Um, and then at the end of the episode, when they're in the dot, uh, Claire is wearing like a velvet blazer. And I'm like, oh, no, Eli's rubbing off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's amazing. I I hated that blazer, but genuine generally I'm all about like the slightly goth velvet kind of thing, and I'm like, just pick a different item of clothing, Claire. It doesn't <laughs> not the blazer. There's other there's other things you can get in like burnt you know burnt velvet or whatever it is. Exactly, it's not like a terrible texture. You just have to find the right thing to wear it. Um, that's all that I got fashion wise though. That's all for me too. Same. Um, so the episode starts with Sav wearing a Cupid outfit and announcing, like, it's Valentine's Day and we're hot. It's Sweet Week? Is that what it's called? Uh, and there's know. flowergrams and... Sweetheart they, Week, and I think. Yeah, and there's, like, a 
like a dinner or a meal or something. I don't know. It's sweet like heart week. They're like doing like a lunch in the cafeteria for all the couples, which feels right. weird and like not inclusive. It's really not inclusive, but I think it's the school's weird way of being like, sorry, we've outlawed all PDA. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then Anya goes You up. can't kiss in school or hold hands, but you can sit next to each other at a special <laughs> dinner. That's chaperoned. <laughs> um, but then Anya goes up to the flower table where Holly J is and is, like, getting flowers for her mom because they're going to the hospital to find out, like, the results of her chemo or something. And Holly J is like, I'll give you the best friend special. Just take the flowers. I'm like, are they still friends, though? Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I think they are. And honestly, I kind of like them as friends in this episode. Holly J is the friend we we all need in our lives. Yeah. Holly J is, like best friend forever to everybody in this episode now that she's not like an overly controlling like jealous person like now that she's grown up quite a bit like i think she's actually quite a great friend which is a long stretch from when we she first arrived and was the worst friend hated her when she just when she was initially introduced (laughs) and i told you she was gonna grow on you um but then we're with adam who's sour about something oh about she's with fiona and he's like "Mm, thanks for telling me you're gonna miss my ravine party well first he's walking with eli and they're talking about the play and he's like we established that adam is the lead in the play and they don't have a female lead because right it's complicated (laughs) we we're told that marisol has been the best so far but it sounds like eli vetoed that i'm not really sure yeah, I guess. And then Fiona comes up and Adam's like, oh, hi. Thanks for missing my party. And she's like, my great aunt died. Sorry. And I'm like, that is a lie. And then they decide that she's going to be the leading lady because, of course. Um, She says, but I get final wardrobe uh, approval. And I'm like, of course you do. Of course she does. And oh, then- she also makes sure to ask that there is no singing in the play because <laughs> we have seen her sing before. It's not great. I appreciated her own self-awareness. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then I think, is this when the theme song plays? I don't know. Allegra was really, is still so mad about this theme song. Because it's bad. And she's like, Peter's not even here anymore. I don't want to hear of, like, Jenny and the Fuckets or whatever their name is. I'm like, okay, it's Jenny and the Studs, but, so. It's, it's not even Allegra Jenny, it's Brandon. Janie. I know. <laughs> um, and, okay, so then I think they're, like, watching Fiona try out for the play, and Eli's like, you like her, you love her. Their bromance is so cute. I love it. It makes me so happy. Their friendship is one of my favorites. And this is when Eli and Claire are wearing Degrassi drama shirts. And I want, I still want one of those shirts. I have one in our in our uh, podcast art now, but I need it to be a reality. <laughs> that podcast art is amazing, by it's the way. It's so it's good. So good. Um, and then Adam is like, I don't know i like her but maybe she won't be cool like with the trans thing and he's getting all like nervous about things and but then i think he asks fiona to like practice with him later and she's like well i'd have to cancel my reiki but i'll go of course she does reiki <laughs> i love fiona so much <laughs> And then we're in the hallway, and Dave is trying to get into his locker, but two people are making out on it, which I'm like, I thought that was against the rules, but okay. And then he sits down and starts talking to this freshman who's sitting on the floor, and they're, like, commiserating together. They're like, 
uh, sweet week is stupid. We should stick together. And I'm like, how is this flirting working right now? I actually wrote, this is weird flirting. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, Dave and Sadie are flirting and he is not the worst at it. Yeah. And they're like, strength in numbers. Like, we should go out later. And I'm like, okay, sure. She appears to be charmed. So I guess, like, good for Dave. She's cute. Whatever. I think yeah. she's a little out of his league. I yeah. definitely think she's out of his totally. league. Totally. Um, and then we're at the hospital and we find out that Fiona's mom's cancer is gone, which is very exciting. Anya's mom's cancer. Anya. What did I say? Fiona. Fiona. Oh, sorry. Um, and then. Wait, can we talk about how Dr. Chris just holds up a scan and is <laughs> like, like, gives no information. He <laughs> was like, look at the scan. He's like, and what do you see? <laughs> Like, I, like, they're not doctors, Dr. Chris. Like, you're going to have to What would have been horrible but also slightly funny is if Anya was like, I don't see anything. Does that mean it's gone? And he's like, no, actually, there's not here and here and here. Like, he's don't like, you see that? He's just assuming that they know, I, which I feel like is kind of presumptuous. Yeah. Presumptuous. That's what I meant. Um, I this is random, but I've been wanting to say this for a while. The casting of Anya's mom, I think, is really on point. Like, I totally buy them as as being related. Yeah, and that might be because they gave them the same side part and side (laughs) bangs. But like something about them, like they kind of look alike. I kind of buy it. Yeah, haircuts will go a long way. It's true. Um, and her mom is so positive that it makes sense that Anya's just like. I can do anything. I actually have a note later on that's like Anya's optimism is borderline on delusional. Yeah. <laughs> like she's just so upbeat about everything. Yeah. It is no, it is fully delusional. <laughs> she has a line later that I will comment on that just will really showcase this. Um and but then, then she and Dr. Chris share an, a, like a hug that's a little bit too long. <laughs> yep. And she's like, I guess I'll never see you again. And she totally like snoops on his schedule as she's walking out the door, which I thought was pretty sneaky and fast and impressive. Very Anya. Very Anya. As they're leaving, her mom says, there will be other cute doctors. And she goes, and Anya just goes, I hope so. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like that's adorable. <laughs> and then she's talking to Holly J. And she's like, I like a boy. And I'm like, he's not a boy. He is a man. And Holly J is like trying to talk. She's like, he's a doctor. He's much older than you. And Anya's like, he's just a first year resident. <laughs> Which like, he still had to go through college and med school and intern year. But apparently he's only 25. Which is, I feel which like is not I feel like correct. that's too young. I feel like you're still in med school that's at still 25. Like, that's still like some Doogie Howser shit. Yeah. I was going to say, he may have just been one of those people who got out of school super early. I don't I don't know. Maybe he's a prodigy. Who knows? Um, but then she's like, whatever, you're going to help me. I'm staging a stalker I mean, run-in. it's possible. I think Lexi on Grey's Anatomy was 24 during her intern year. Oh, really? Yeah. That comes up at some point when she's talking she like moved really fast so she was only like 24 she was a young one maybe same with maggie right grace yeah um literally all of our only point of reference for how doctors work is gray's anatomy truly um and then oh and but also like so the the way that she like convinces holly j to sort of like join her on this mission is that she's like really laying on that you're dating my ex-boyfriend guilt yeah (laughs) she does it in a kind of great subtle way though she goes here's my plan so my best friend who currently happens to be dating my ex-boyfriend is gonna get which has nothing to do with the rest of the thing she just slips it in there and i'm like kind of approve of that on you actually uh but then we're with so adam goes over to fiona's house to like practice play stuff or whatever rehearse i'm 
clearly it was never in drama. And Fiona is still drinking champagne. I literally wrote, no, not the champagne. And then I think that's kind of it. I do understand that it's serious and Fiona, like, for sure has, like, a serious drinking problem. But just the fact that it's exclusively champagne is, like, a little (laughs) bit hilarious. It's like, of course it would be champagne. I think... I think this is, is this not the scene when Adam tells her that, oh. he, that he's trans? He does. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're practicing they wrote, Adam is such a sweetheart. Well, they're practicing the play, and I don't understand what the play is about yet again. What is with the children writing crazy plays? I, I, I think she's a robot. Too. I'm like, what is this play? <laughs> Inventor bringing woman to life? Lady Frankenstein? Bride of Well, and we What's see. We I did write Frankenstein question mark. <laughs> and, we, and we do see in her audition, she's saying things like, let's get a few things straight. I don't clean. I don't do this. I don't do this. I'm like, so maybe it's like subverting the whole. I have no idea. I don't know. It's like weird science, but like woke i don't know <laughs> and then he's coming out to her and she's like oh, okay she's like i kind of do i don't care i'm from new york <laughs> i know i actually laughed at i'm from new york so it's like i mean fair um it's, it's a decent point i mean but yeah she's like oh no i knew like yeah she's like oh, okay <laughs> and then she spills champagne on him well she has a line first that i thought was interesting where she tells adam like he you know he she says he says something about you're okay with kissing me in the play. She goes, "Well, I'd rather kiss you than any other guy at the right. school." And he's which is telling. Yeah, <laughs> and she says, "Wait, what?" And he says, "Wait, what?" And that's when she spills champagne. Right, 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 right. Um, and then we're with Anya, and she's make there. She's like at the restaurant or whatever that Doctor Chris is supposed to be at. And she makes Holly J fake choke on an olive. Because, and I quote, I faked a pregnancy for you. <laughs> Which amazing made me laugh. I was like, okay, that's actually fair. <laughs> Holly J can fake choking if Anya faked a pregnancy. It's insane. And she's like, all right. And then mm-hmm. she, as soon as she like, starts choking, she's, Anya's like, she's choking. We need a doctor. <laughs> and Dr. Chris comes over. And I feel like knowing the Heimlich maneuver is like common enough that the odds of you actually needing a doctor while someone is choking, like I feel like a lot of different people could kind of. Holly J is very lucky though, because the Heimlich maneuver can like break a rib, right? If you do it right. <laughs> well, he he does like one pump, and she's like spits out the olive. She's like, "Thanks, got it." <laughs> um, and then Anya's like, "Oh." thanks you want to join us and he's like um i'm clearly with a lady right now i can't buy and it's like oh no he's on a date or something um but then we go back to fiona's house and this is when adam is putting on declan's clothing and again i agree with you why put on the tie like just put on the shirt and pants exactly or just the pants oh the yeah that's right because his that pants were the only thing that got wet yeah <laughs> No, it's weird. It's weird that he's putting on the tie. I don't understand why he's like, you know what I need? The full ensemble. (laughs) And then he's, and then I think he's like, yeah, I didn't believe that whole great aunt thing. I'm still bummed you didn't go to my party. And she's like, "Uh, you put me, you think I'm a princess, but I'm not perfect. And I wanted you to find that out right away. La la la. Well, she says a line that really broke my heart for Fiona because I truly think she believes this because she's talking about like, like she acknowledges, she's like, I'm kind of messed up. And she says something like, "Um, I wrote the quote down. Once you realize that, you'll get sick of me. Everyone does. And I'm yeah. like, oh, Fiona. 
poor Fiona. Like, mm-hmm. I understand why Fiona drinks. I, I just feel so sad for her. Fiona breaks my... That's the thing. In this episode, I can't be mad at either of them because I'm like, I love you both and you both just break my heart. I know. And then I think he must say, like, I'll never get sick of you or something. I don't know. Then they kiss and it's pretty sexy. I know. I was like, if this, if there had been no no alcohol involved, this kiss would have been like a plus plus. Um, and then I don't really remember. Oh, and then we're with Anya and Holly J. And I'm like, Anya, listen to reason. He's too old for you. I think this is when she's like, he's 25. And I actually wrote Holly J. Quit enabling her. I feel like Holly J. At this this point has just been like, yeah, okay. And then she, like, goes to call him, and then she hangs up, and then he calls her back, and then... And then his number is just in her phone. His number is just the hospital? (laughs) Yeah. And then... And and this is also when we find out she's still lying about being in college. And... Yeah, she says, my college seminar at college ends at five, because he (laughs) asks her out. And I'm like, yes, that's very obvious. That's, That's definitely what a college thing sounds like. And then she's like, let's go to Little Mistakes, which is where Holly J works. And I keep forgetting that that's the name of that restaurant. It cracked me up every time. <laughs> it's a stupid name for a restaurant. It makes me laugh. I'm like, oh, they like puns. <laughs> and then we're at play rehearsal and Fiona immediately starts like walking back the whole kissing thing from the night before. And I feel very bad for Adam. He's like, I, oh, yeah, so- nothing happened. Sure. It just hurts my heart. I love them so much. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, she, I mean, she's like clearly freaking out, and then he's like just so sad. And then we're with Dave and Connor and Wesley, and Dave's like, I got a date, la la la. And then he sees Sadie and realizes that she's way taller than he is. Well, he doesn't even really realize it. It's Connor and Wesley are like, she's way taller than you. That's weird. Like, they're kind of being dicks. This is the least I've ever liked Connor and Wesley. Yeah. They get better later, though, because later they call him out and they're like, we were just, like, messing with you. You're being weird now. Seriously. But, yeah, then Dave gets immediately insecure and is like, oh, no, she's so much taller than me. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're all dummies. And then this is when we're walking with Eli and Adam and the scarf is happening. I don't even remember what they're talking about because I was very distracted. They're talking. So Adam is explaining to Eli about how like the night before she was like really into him and she she'd been like drinking champagne. And then Adam goes in vino veritas and he's like, huh? And Greek. And he's like Latin. What? (laughs) Okay, fine. Whatever. Um, But like basically like in what is it? In wine, there's truth. There you go. That's the one. I was like, something about wine and truth. <laughs> and he's like, she was drunk and she was kissing me, kissing you, which means she totally likes you, man. And Adam's like, all right, awesome, cool. I'm like, this is a little too, no, this isn't totally right, but okay. <laughs> yeah, if a person only likes you when they're drunk, they don't like you that much. Or they do, but you still like shouldn't settle for a person who's only going to like you when they're drunk. Yeah, right. and I think that's kind of like what we end up dealing with later because even Eli later is like, if she's still drinking to be around you, that's a problem. Yeah. Like, um, liquid courage at first is one thing, but now it's like, uh, Right. And then, But then we're on Anya and Dr. Chris's date. I just wrote 20 and a half, LOL. Right. <laughs> I, have, I wrote Anya's 20 and a half, <laughs> Lord. Um, if you say and a half after anything you're too young yes um 
And yeah, I don't really remember. He's like, how old are you? You must think I'm so old. She's like, 20 and a half. <laughs> and well, he guesses 20 and she goes, and a half. Right. And I'm like, okay. Right. Um, but then we're with Dave on his date with Sadie. And this is when he's wearing the Lakers uniform. And then Sadie likes the heat and they get in like a basketball conversation. I don't know. And then she tries to stand up to go help him with something. He's like, why don't you sit? I'll go get it. And I'm like, Dave, you're the worst. He's literally telling her to sit down, which is ridiculous. He is the most insecure in the world. It's ridiculous. It's so dumb. I'm just like, calm down, Dave. I hate Dave. Um, and then Adam goes over to Fiona's house and he's like, hey, just so you know, I'm dropping out of the play. And... He's saying that to, like, manipulate her into saying that she likes him. It's kind of a weird, gross move. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, I didn't understand this because... Really? I I didn't even pick up that he was saying it to manipulate her. I thought he genuinely was just like, I just don't want to do this and be around you right now. It, like, the manipulation didn't even occur to me until you just said it, but it makes a lot of sense because I was confused by, like, the fact that he didn't just, like, not tell her or, like call her on the phone and say it like but he shows up at her door and that does feel like it gross and manipulative yeah i didn't even pick up on that because he went over there to be like i can't be in this play because i like you too much and she's like wait but i like you too and then he's like great i'm coming inside and um, but also like it's weird to me that he's like i don't want to be in the play anymore she's like well you made me sign up for the play and he's like because i thought i had a chance and it like we love Adam so much and Adam doesn't feel like a gross person to us. So like, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but it does feel like you friend zoned yeah. me. So now I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah, no, totally. I see that. And then she's like, come in. No. And she's still drinking. I'm like, no, stop it. This is when she's wearing the top. I like, okay. <laughs> Just in my notes. But then we hop back to the Anya, Dr. Chris date. And he's like, <gasps> so hobbies. And she's like, I LARP. <laughs> It made me, I, I wrote in all caps, a LARP Anya mention. <laughs> and then he's like, oh my God, no way. I played Dungeons and Dragons. Which and like, again, I was, you do. see, that's the thing. I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, I would date this guy, <laughs> but I'm right? 26. So that's he's not age weird. Yeah. If anything, I would be like, you're slightly too young for me. Exactly. But like, I, uh, man, just my ship of the episode is Anya and LARPing. Uh, forever. <laughs> yeah. That's my OTP. Um, but then, and then Holly J comes over and is like, oh, you should probably get home soon, right? And Anya's like, oh yeah, curfew. And he's like, curfew? And he's like, and Holly J's like, self-imposed. She's very strict with herself or something. This is when I wrote, Holly J is the friend we all need and deserve. Seriously, she's a friend to everyone in this episode. She's amazing. And then she's like, and he's like, all right, cool. Like, I'll take you back to your dorm. And Holly J's like, go pay over there. And then Anya's like, where's my dorm? <laughs> It's oh oh my god like it is like the polite thing to do for him to like drive her he's like it must be so close to here and she's like "Uh (laughs) uh-huh and then we are back at Fiona's house and she's still drinking a lot and Adam looks like a little bit uncomfortable with it and then she's like it just makes me feel better and she's like all right you should have more then and then she kisses him and I'm like this feels gross to me (laughs) and she's like talking about the cheese and he just goes I like cheese. And I'm like, Adam is so out of his element right now. He's trying so hard. And I think he's in some serious denial. Like, he's clearly, yes, like, uncomfortable. Totally. But he's telling telling himself, like, 
I mean, she's fine. You know, she's fine. It's fine. But yeah. it's also one of those, like, I don't, like, I don't really understand how rich people work. Maybe this is different. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Hashtag maybe it's different. Right. Because I think she does invite him in initially. She's like, I just ordered so much food anyway. Do you like foie gras? Like, he goes, I do, I do now. <laughs> um, also, where in Toronto does foie gras deliver? I don't know. Maybe they, there's like a French restaurant nearby. Who knows? Um, and then we're back with Anya. And she's like, oh, no, Holly J can take me home. It's on her way anyway. But then to end the date, she's like... But real quick, there's a mole I wanted you to examine. It's like her weird version of flirting. She's like, there's a mole I want you to examine right here on my neck. And he's like, I don't see anything. And he's like, are you seducing me? I'm like, there's a mole I wanted you to examine. It's not a sexy sentence. Yeah, I literally, yeah, mole examination. Very sexy. <laughs> but it works and they kiss. And then... Well, she looks like that, so it works. <laughs> I was going to say, she's also attractive. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Um, but then uh, we see Hol- after Holly J presumably drops off Anya, she goes over to check on Fiona, which I love that she just like oh, goes wait. and checks up on her. Well, she's picking up a book. She left a book. Okay. But I think, yeah. I, I also, I think they were planning to study, but I have a question. I mean, actually, no, it's not really that relevant. I was just like wondering like how you guys thought like Anya was planning to keep up this ruse. Like what kind of levels is she going to go to? Because this is Well, insane. Holly J even asks her about that at one point. I like, don't think Anya even knows. Yeah, because Holly J goes, when you, she's like, I'll tell him eventually. And Holly J at some point in this episode, I don't remember when, says, when? After your second child? And Anya goes, maybe the third. <laughs> like, how how is she going to keep up with that? I don't understand. I think Anya is just like in denial about it being a problem to begin with. Because she's like, whatever, I like him and he likes me. We'll figure it out. But she has no real concept of, like, how it will actually be sustainable. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but then Holly J goes by Fiona's place and, like, crashes the Fiona Adam makeout session. She's like, oh, okay, um, never mind. I'm going to leave. But then she... Uh, sees that Fiona's real drunk and she's like trying to talk to Adam about it. She's like, Fiona's really drunk. She has a problem. Like, we t- please walk, look out for her. This is not good. And Adam's like, she's fine. She's not that drunk. Well, Adam says she really hasn't drank that much. And I, I actually kind of believe him because I believe he, maybe she hadn't drank that much since he got there. Right. But it's not clear how much she drank before he got there. That, and he's just like trying so hard to like stay in her good graces and like stay on her side. Yeah. That it's like he's he has no loyalty to Holly J. No. I mean, I think it's definitely he is half in denial, half just like wants it so badly that he's just ignoring any kind of red flag. And then, you know, Fiona is drinking more and she's like, you know, and she's like, is this okay? Is everything okay? And Adam's like, yeah, well, everything's okay now that Holly J is gone. And I'm like, come on, you guys. Right. And that's the end of part one. And then part two starts off with, again, Sav in his Cupid outfit making, I don't know, I think he's announcing the How dinner How much part. did they pay him just to, like, for two episodes, just <laughs> enter the episode in a Cupid outfit? Who knows? Probably not, not very well. I was going to say, not enough. Um... And then Adam, like, comes in to wherever Eli and Claire are, and he's like, guess what? We made out. And Eli's like, high five. Well, Eli's first, like, as your director, um, I disapprove of this diva-like behavior, because Adam came in late. I disapprove of diva-like right. behavior. And Fiona's late. I think it's that Fiona's yeah. late. Yeah. And he goes, but as your friend, up top. 
right? <laughs> like, I'm like, I love you guys. It's adorable. Um, and then I think Adam is talking about how she was still drinking, and they're like, mm, that's not great. And she, he's like, she likes champagne and me separately. I'm like, oh boy. Aww. And then Eli's Aww. like, cool, bring her to the lovers' lunch because that is what it's <laughs> called. I forgot about that I until I realized I wrote down lovers' lunch in quotations. And they're like, yeah, take her to the lover's lunch with us so we can all hang out. Which is going to be the weirdest. Like, even if she was sober, would be the weirdest double date. (laughs) And then Anya's mom is dropping her off at school. And Anya just was like, yeah, guess what? I'm dating Dr. Chris now. I I, I actually wrote, I'm like, I love that Anya just is so honest with her mom. Because I think at some point in, like, earlier episodes, she called her mom her best friend. Yeah. So, like, I love that she's so honest with her mom. But also, did she really think her mom would be, like, on board for I know. Her mom has the correct reaction, which is, what? He is 25. He is my doctor. Also, why did they... I'm confused by the first-year resident being in charge of a cancer patient's care. I mean, I don't know. He's a doctor. That's like... I don't know. <laughs> He's not an intern. Yeah, I don't know. Um, And then we are... What is happening? Oh, we're with Dave and Sadie, the tall girl, in, like, the library or something. And I'm like, okay, she's, like, not that much taller than he is. But he's still being really insecure about it. And Connor and Wesley need to stop with the jokes. They're being jerks. And they're doing a lot of puns that are not great. And normally I love Wesley's puns. Before that, Dave does something. I don't remember what he did. I just wrote down, Dave is so not smooth. I He's think he blowing may, it he fully. I feel like he maybe blows her off a little bit. He does. But maybe that happens later. Maybe. He, I think he does both times, but he is blowing her off. He's like, yeah, I can't really do anything later. Sorry, bye. He says something, though, and I'm just like, you're not smooth. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, oh, you know what it is? He keeps, like, Freudian slipping, like, things about Oh, tallness. that's it. Right. Yeah. He's like, I'll tall you. I mean, call you or something. Um, I re- and then after that, yeah, because after that's when I wrote, Wes and Connor are such dorks. <laughs> they need to stop it. Uh, but then we're with Anya and Holly J. And Anya's like, I don't know why my mom's so mad. It's not even, we're not, he's not even that much older than me. The equation is half your age plus seven. And Holly J's like, yeah, that ends up to 19 and a half. You are 17. You don't fit in that equation. <laughs> Which is hilarious and true. Um, and also, she's making all these, like, really great, like, logical points. She's like, what if he invites you to a bar? What if he invites you to, mo- what if he invites you to, like, a work thing? Like, most things you can't get into. Or when you might see people who actually know how old you are. Exactly. And then, I think this is also when she's saying, like, when are you planning on even telling him? And then she's like, you need to tell him now. And Anya's like, you're right. If he likes me at 20, he'll like me at 17, right? And I'm no. like, oh, Anya, no. He will not. That is, that is, no, he will not do that. That's the whole, the whole thing is he might like you, but he'll feel deeply horrified. Right. <laughs> Um, it's like that episode of Friends where Monica realizes she's dating a high school senior. Right. Oh my god. That's one of my favorite episodes because just the horror she feels. Yeah. yeah. And she found Valid. out a little too late. Valid horror. Um, 
but then we're with we're at the lovers lunch that's what oh it's this is the most cringy and then the fiona shows up late and also super drunk and drunk fiona wants to go shopping with claire she also told claire she has pretty eyes i'm like claire gets complimented on her <laughs> eyes a lot and then listen that lasik was worth every goddamn penny (laughs) (laughs) and then adam's like um let's go somewhere i need to talk to you alone and fiona's like oh (laughs) okay she she also wrote but claire and i are hitting it off (laughs) (laughs) and claire's like sure claire hasn't said a single word (laughs) and then adam confronts her about her drinking she's like oh no like drinking makes it easier to be with you and i'm like oh no 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 it is a horrible thing to say and it just like i just like yelled i just i yelled nonsense words and i was like Ugh. i i just wrote fiona and adam are both breaking my heart right now it's terrible <laughs> but then we're with anya and dr chris who are like eating lunch together i guess i have to tell you how excited i am about the scene for a really stupid reason <laughs> you guys know what it is is it because he invites her to a run fair in ithaca <laughs> yes and do you know why ithaca matters to me where I went to school. It's where I went to college. Oh, hey. oh really? I yeah. Know I know that. Did you go to Ithaca College? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's how I happened. Like, I, I actually spend, like, um, I go to Ithaca, like, twice a year because my friend lives in Binghamton. Oh, but, yeah. Like, most of my, like. And Ithaca's so much cooler than Binghamton. Let's I love, be real. <laughs> Binghamton sucks. But I love Ithaca. We go to the farmer's market there. Ithaca's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, Ithaca, to those who don't favorite. understand, there really are gorgeous in Ithaca. And that's, like, a slogan on a bunch of t-shirts. And Ithaca oh, yeah. is Ithaca is gorgeous. My dad, is. Uh-huh. my dad went to Cornell, so I've been there. I've been there once, but, yeah. I've seen the gorgeous of my, most of my family. Ithaca's on the other hill. Yeah, right. <laughs> most of my family either went to Ithaca or Cornell. So I'm like very familiar with Ithaca. And one of my best friends lives in Binghamton. So we go to Ithaca I love Ithaca. It's such a beautiful place. It's such a weird town, though, because if you go there in the summer, it's dead. Oh, because sure. most of the population are um I went there in the students. summer. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so dead. But Ithaca Commons is like the most lovely little area with a bunch of little indie shops. It's and really cute. so great. Um, but yeah, I was like of, a of course Ithaca would have a renaissance fair I don't know if it really does in real life but I was like I, whatever though. I would I would believe it there <laughs> probably is a great bread and breakfast there like I'm sure there is. yeah just because it is lovely so I was like this sounds actually like an amazing trip though it would be out of the country I know I'm like oh yeah let's have him take her across national borders is- with a minor can we talk about the fact that this is technically kidnapping <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> unaware kidnapping but no I I was so excited by the Ithaca mention it's in all caps on my notes but I because I love that place so much it is such a weird little like mix of like slightly like nerdy very very hippie um, it does get a little bit white liberal sometimes, which can be frustrating. Um, but a woman told me a joke once, which is that in Ithaca, if you see a deer crossing the road, you basically just have to stop and wait for it to move because they have no fear of humans because they're basically like, bitch, you don't have a gun. You live in Ithaca. <laughs> I'm like, this, I love is, Ithaca. this is the most true statement. <laughs> but also like, okay, so he is like, let's spend a weekend out of the country together after we've known, after we've like gone on two dates, which is crazy. And I think he even said, I think he even said something like, it's too soon, isn't it? It's too, you know, it's too soon. It is too soon. like, no, that sounds amazing. Let's do it. I'm like, all right, she's not telling him how old she is. Nope. He does say, he because she's like, oh, staying together. And he's like, well, I would book a room with like, I'd book two He's like, dis- I booked two rooms, so no yeah. pressure. Yeah, yeah, that I thought was actually very sweet. I did. I was like, if she was age appropriate, he would be a great boyfriend. Exactly. <laughs> 
I'm like, he's like being like, he's like, I know it's too soon, but I like don't want to make this a weird like sexual pressure thing. And I'm like, if she really was 20 and a half. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but then we're with Dave and he's talking. I think is this when he's talking to Wesley and Connie? He's like, I can't date her. She's too tall. La la la. She's a giraffe. Well, this is this is actually when he's blowing her off. And oh, then okay. he walks away and he's talking to them and they're like, what, wait, why aren't you going to see her anymore? And then he does the giraffe thing and she hears him. Yeah. And I'm like, this is so mean because she's probably already insecure about how tall she is. If she really is like that I don't tall. even think she's that tall. No, I think, I think he's short. I think he's just short. Because I think later on they even say that Dave even said something along the lines of they're gonna, people are going to think I'm a shrimp. And Connor just goes, because you are a shrimp. <laughs> like, that thing's going to, like you dating her is not going to change that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, I act, I wrote, I'm like, Sadie girl, you're out of his league anyway. Seriously. Like, I'm like, also Dave, you deserve this. Like, bye. But yeah, I think even Connor and Wesley are like, wait, why did you break up with her? <laughs> yeah. But then we're with Eli and Claire and Adam and Eli and Claire are like being kind of gross and coupley. And Adam's like, I want that. And Eli and Claire are like, well, you'll get it. But for now, you'll just hang out with us, and it'll be fine. And they're being, like, good friends to him. They are. Also, they are cute as fuck. I'm sorry. I love it. It just, like, <laughs> brings me joy. They're, like, just, like, bantery and sweet. They're so bantery. So much banter. Um, And then, does Fiona come in? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. They, like, canceled um, play practice. Which is it? I don't understand this play thing. Like, I is this know. school sanctioned? Why isn't there a teacher? There's why never are they, a teacher. Why are they allowed to have a play? Like, what is happening? I don't know. There's never a teacher. I'm always confused about it. Allegra was also like, they don't have a teacher. The drama teacher usually picks all the plays for the year. They don't get to just make them up. What's happening? Hashtag maybe it's different. I mean, it's definitely different at Degrassi. And then Fiona comes in and is like. Stop it. I'm falling in love with you. And I'm like, what? This is very manipulative of Fiona now. Oh, absolutely. This is like, all right. So she walks in and she's like, oh, I thought play practice was at four. Am I too late? And they were like, nope, canceled. See you later. And she talks to Adam. And yeah, it's like so emotionally manipulative. I know. I just wrote, oh, no. Oh, no. L word. This is going to hurt. Um, it's, she's like, oh, no, please don't leave me. I need you to pay attention to me. And I'm going to say I love you now to keep you here. And it's like, oh, no, I don't like it. Um, But then <laughs> then we see Anya, like, leaving her house with her suitcase. And her mom drives up and catches her trying to literally sneak out of the country without her knowing. And her mom is like, what are you doing? Like, he's taking – how old does he think you are? Because now I'm understanding that he probably does not realize that you're a child. That's when her Anya's mom knows her too well. <laughs> Seriously, her mom caught on to that right away, and she's like, just immediate, like, oh, he does not know how old you are. Yeah. Gotcha. Because she's like, why is an adult taking a child out of the country? Oh. <laughs> yeah, because she even buzzes and goes, how old does he think you are? <laughs> she's like, 20 and a half. Um, and then we're with Fiona and Adam, and Fiona's like, we should go to Paris for our first date, or maybe Italy. I don't know. I don't, I don't even remember where they are. They're just in the hallway. And then Holly J comes, and then she like walks off and Holly J comes over to Adam and she's like, she is like, she basically is like, she's manipulating you and she manipulates everyone and she's like charismatic and 
whatever. So it just works on people. But she has a problem and we're going to do an intervention. And Adam's like, and she's like, you should be there for the intervention, which I think is kind of, they haven't known each other that long. But he's like, "Mm, no. And then he like panics and like tries. And he's like, Fiona, we're going to go away. Yeah. And I'm like, no, Adam, she has a problem. Don't prevent this from happening. I think Holly J was right to invite Adam to the intervention, like, because while she and Adam haven't known each other very long, like, Adam and Fiona have been kind of flirting for a while. And I I do think, I think while Fiona was being manipulative, I do think that... she. Do, I think she does like him, but she's yeah. very confused about it and also has a, a oh, yeah, she's problem. She has, has a, definitely has a drinking problem and I think is hugely confused about it, as we will find out in later episodes I'm as sure. well. I'm not, I mean, yeah, no, I do think that she does genuinely care, but I think that she's also like a manipulative... Oh, yeah, but that's what know. I'm saying, though. I think that Holly J was right to invite him because I think Holly J is aware enough to know, like, I think Fiona cares, like... That you might make a difference being yeah, there. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. And plus, Holly J is smart enough to, like, be able to pick up on at least that. But she's like, yeah. And I think she can also tell that Adam cares about Fiona's well-being generally. And that him being, like, he would maybe. Yeah. Like, it he's would be clearly, nice for him to be there for him, too. Yeah. Like, he's clearly in denial. But I think it's very obvious he cares about her. Right. Um, but then we go over to Wes and Connor and Dave, who are watching Sadie play basketball. And then this is when Wesley and Connor are like, why did you break up with her? Like, she was like, she liked you. What are you doing? And he's like, she's taller than me. And they're like, so? They were like, she's also like perfect for you. She loves basketball. She loves hip hop. These are all of your identifiers. <laughs> well, and, and at some point, Wesley goes, and she likes you. And Connor goes, and you like you. <laughs> <laughs> Connor so much. <laughs> and that's when Dave's like, but if she's so much taller, people will think I'm a shrimp. And Connor just says, You are a shrimp. <laughs> I'm like, Connor. Davier won't change that. Um He is like God, hashtag masculinity is so fragile. Oh my god. Oh he Dave is Dave is the walking embodiment. Because of that. like here's the thing. Connor and Wesley were being jerks, like teasing him about it earlier, but it always felt very clear to me they weren't like you should dump her. They were just like Yeah. Because the was- thing is, Dave picks on them constantly. I think they were just like, Hey, oh, here's our chance to pick on him. Dave is also the But total he can't handle it. <laughs> condition but cannot take it. He is like way too insecure. To have anybody say anything bad about him. Um, but then I just, I'm like Dave and his dumb insecurities. Then Anya and Pam, her mom, this is when I realized her mom's name is Pam, go to Dr. Chris. She looks like a Pam. Yeah. And are like, hey, guess what? Anya's not 20 and a half. <laughs> his exact, he, he starts guessing her age, but when he gets to 17, she's like, he gets, he gets 17 no. and he goes, Oh, God. And I just wrote correct response. I also wrote correct response. Exactly. I wrote correct response from Dr. Chris. And because he goes, oh, God. And then instead of even acknowledging Anya, he turns to her mom and he's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. Like, like, he needs to talk. I didn't know. He needs to talk to the other adult in the room. (laughs) And then they leave. And then Anya's like, you ruined everything. I'm like, "Mm, your mom didn't ruin anything. You lied to this man. But then, then Adam goes over to Fiona. Is he at Fiona's house? Okay, so I think they left school because they were going to go somewhere. So they went to her house, and then he comes back, and he says he's back from the bank machine. And when he gets back, she's already, like, very drunk. And I actually wrote, how long was he gone? (laughs) Because she is very drunk by the time he gets back. My my headcanon is that Adam 
only has an ATM card for a very specific <laughs> bank that is far away. It's not like the Chase equivalent of New York. It's more like it's more like trying to find like a Wells Fargo. Oh my god! But then why not take her with you if you're so if you just really don't want to take her to the intervention? Like I just well, she wanted to go home and change. Oh okay. She was like I don't have an adventuring outfit on i need to get an adventuring of course outfit. she did okay of course she did so she must have changed very quickly because i was sitting here like how long did you take she also could bank? have been drinking like earlier and then really just like oh that's true because we know cold. she goes to school slightly drunk yeah now. and she also has that like very conspicuous water bottle full of obviously not water <laughs> it's it's like a clear water bottle yeah, yeah. with like a champagne colored liquid inside like it's very obviously not water dude um but then she's like borderline passing out on the couch i think she's throwing up and adam is finally like oh maybe this is a really big problem and he calls holly J. thank god and, and he's, he's like, like i want to help yeah. um and then we're with dave trying to save face <laughs> with sadie okay dave's attempts to make up for this are hilarious <laughs> <laughs> and he's like I'm sorry. Um, let me make it up to you. I don't know. Like, or let me play you. Well, wait, basketball. you skipped. You skipped. She goes, you called me a giraffe. And he goes, giraffes are beautiful creatures. Right? <laughs> they can reach all the high leaves. Which, like, honestly, agreed. I love a giraffe. I'm like, we, when we went to the zoo, I was very excited about a giraffe. I was also very excited about an elephant. I'm very on board for an elephant. But yeah, I just love giraffes are beautiful creatures. They're, you know, they're majestic and and they can reach all the high leaves. That's what I wrote. They can reach all the high leaves. And and nice try. Not really buying into that approach. And then he's like, well, let me play you for it. Like first one, 10. Like if I win, we go out on a date. And if not, you tell me to like just leave or something. And she's like, okay, fine. And then, and then really weird music plays. Because just whenever there's basketball, they play a freaking dumb song for no reason there's so many good options it's weird you guys have the budget now (laughs) and then we're with adam and he's blindfolded fiona for a fun surprise she's like where are we going where am i and then we we go to a therapist she says does it involve a plane and i'm like do you really think adam is taking you on a plane (laughs) and then he unblindfolds her and it's her intervention and I think, does she tell him to leave? Yeah, she's like, she basically does like a whole, I never want to see you again. And Holly J is like, he's just trying to help. He's a good person. Like, you know, we just, we love you and we want to help you. And she's like, fuck you, basically. Right. And she says she'll talk if he leaves. And so Adam says, okay, I'll leave. And I just wrote, Adam, ow, my heart. I know, (laughs) I just wrote down, poor Adam. But I'm glad that they're finally like sending her to rehab and doing an intervention. Because clearly just like talking her out of it did not help anything oh no um and then anya and dr chris meet up again mm-hmm. and anya's still like i'm like gonna be 18 like she's like oh, jay-z starts- yes. is like 12 years older than beyonce and he's like beyonce's not 17 <laughs> which i thought was a, like I, th- I love her attempting to logic and i love that he just undercut it so quickly yeah. but she's like and i won't be per- in two months and he's like two months and she's like yeah it's just two months and then i'll be 18 and i'm like this is gross this is still creepy like he's waiting gonna, for her to be legal they're gonna be friends and he's gonna wait out her being legal this is like wilderville drama and Lindsay lohan all over again isn't this like the premise of that metro station song 17 forever like you won't be 17 forever and we can get away with this tonight or something 
Ew, no. I don't, I don't know I don't, this song. I don't know this song either. The only Metro Station song I know is Shake It. Yeah. No, Metro Station had a Kelsey? song called Kelsey, and it's the only song with my name, so I get very excited. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's like, all right, I'll talk to you in two months. I'm like, ew, no, this is gross and I don't like it. Yeah, I wrote, this is a bad idea well, for so many reasons. For sure. And it's not just that he's like, cool, I'll talk to you in two months. He's like, we're going to be cool friends for two months and then we can fuck. It's terrible. And she's like, can I have a kiss to tide me over? And he's like, no, you're still 17. <laughs> I'm like, she's going to be 18 in two months. And you're like, cool, casual waiting until you're one day past 17, which is still gross. No. Yeah, I'm pretty. She's still in high school. The thing is, I, I don't remember exactly how it went down. It hasn't been that long since I watched it. But I know that they actually do come back to this plot line. And it, God. Just, it doesn't go the way Anya wants it to go. Is it a Mr. O situation? No. Uh, no, no. I don't they never sleep together. Okay, good. Anya and yeah. Dr. Chris spoilers, never, but like yeah. I'm fine with that cool. spoiler. No, and <laughs> My I my new favorite spoiler. Yeah, no, they never sleep together. I cuz I, I I know it comes back like when she turns 18 like she calls him and I know they meet up, but I don't remember what happens, but I know that it, they do not sleep together. Nothing ever happens. Um, God. Because yeah. because I I like to believe that Dr. Chris in this moment is just trying to humor her so she won't throw off like she won't get really upset. Right. Um, One can hope. <laughs> because he seems like he's mostly just a sweet nerdy guy. Yeah. Like he even talks about like I became like I became a doctor because doctors on TV could get girlfriends and oh. I was so nerdy I Dr. couldn't Chris date anyone. Also watches Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah, that's clear. Like that's clearly what he was talking oh about. I I love this headcanon of Doctor Chris watching Grey's Anatomy and being like, that's why I want to do this so I can be dreamy. <laughs> he's, like, he's just like wrapped up. He's just wrapped up a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Doesn't have a date. Turns on the TV and he's like me <laughs> i could be i could do that dr mcdreamy can i be you <laughs> so i think he's, he's a just little a more george though he's a little more he's george he's a total george <laughs> hey don't know george as no, i say george is adorable i would have dated george. george um um if he would get if george had gotten over meredith quicker i would have dated george um but that, that entire plot line oof. we have a Grey's anatomy podcast <laughs> oh my god i would be here for that i would be here for that in a heartbeat yeah i've had to quit watching the more recent seasons because i got so frustrated by things but like those early like those first like i started rewatching it i'm in season three now those first like three or so seasons are Real so good, good. that I first season I, listen i will say until like the day i die that the first season of Grey's anatomy is one of the best written like main like mainstream primetime tv like writing i've seen like that first season just so tight as far as the writing goes so good my so i think this is actually season two but like my all-time favorite episode like bomb. my yeah the bomb in the body like any any time i'm like i really i have like a few like go-to episodes of shows that i'm like i need to like chill out and like unwind and eat too much takeout and maybe i've had like a really bad day so i want to watch something that's like comfort food television version yeah and your like comfort that food is the bomb in the body episode I'm, it's so I'm, good i'm weird and i fall asleep to criminal minds yours, like, i saw that tweet i know <laughs> yours are the bomb in the body episode and the shooting episode i yes. love the shooting episode yeah. but like colin I, knows me so well i have to be in the right <laughs> space to handle the shooting episode because yeah. that's one of the most intense like depictions of a shooting i've ever seen like oof. i don't like the fairy crash one though 
That oh, one I bums do. me out. I do like I like that one too. I like At all least the I don't big, know. big ones. I don't yeah. like the plane crash episode oh, though. So I thought that was poor. Watch. I thought that, that was hard. I also it's, thought it was slightly poorly done. It's it's so it, it is hard to watch. Um I like the fairy crash one. And I like, yeah, I like the fairy crash one a lot, actually. And I like the shooting one, and I love the bomb and the body one. That's my favorite. I fucking hate the musical. Oh, the musical episode. Why? Why did that happen? The thing I hate the most about it is that it's actually an important episode to the plot. Because it's like... Callie, I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna spoil it, but it's Spoilers like Callie like 10 years is ago, pregnant, Ryan. and they got hit by a car, and we have to figure, make sure that like she and the baby are okay. It's like high drama, but then they're also singing, and it makes it terrible. The reason that episode is also really bad is that Callie's the only one that can really actually sing. sing. Yeah, and they keep forcing other people to sing. When Owen sings, actually, I take the back. I take the back. Yeah. The actress who plays Bailey can kind of sing too. She's yeah. pretty good. But like. When Lexi Gray sing, I'm like, come on, you guys, don't make me do this. And she sings that Anna Nalik song, and I'm like, yeah. This is, uh, and I'm like, please don't. I love that they song. They sing don't all sing of this. the stereotype. They sing, they sing How the to Save a Life. Yep. They sing Breathe, Just Breathe. Well, they well, and she also does some Brandy Carlisle's The Story. Uh, oh, Callie oh, does, which so which I'm like, Callie, you are a beautiful singer, but I would love to just see like, could we, instead of this episode, could we just have had an episode where for some reason Callie has to get on a stage and sing and like make it part of the plot, like make her like make, have to do a drunk karaoke. In yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. That's fine. Like if you want Callie to sing the story, do it that way. Oh my god, it's so bad. Any wow. We've really gotten off topic. Okay, the yeah, last sorry. Scene is the point is, Dr. Chris feels the same way we do. He hated the musical episode. Yes. And he wants to be a McDreamy, but he's a George, which is fine. There's it's nothing fine. wrong with George. Um, I mean, there's some things wrong with I George. Mean, yeah, there's, but there's some things wrong with all of them. It's true. McDreamy's a fucking asshole. Well, no, it's why the show is so good. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. But yeah, I'm convinced that... that this that Dr. Chris, when he was like seventeen, is like his all his friends left after playing Dungeons and Dragons, he's sitting in his basement, and he's like, "How come girls don't date me?" And then he's watching TV, and he's like, "You know what I can do? I, I'm really smart. I'll become a doctor <laughs> because Grey's Anatomy says that's how I can get how I can date girls." And then he he went to college and did become a doctor and had a bit of a glow up. Yeah, but then the girl who shows interest in him that he likes is like he's like oh god she's seventeen. <laughs> she's like also like the girl he would have been obsessed with in high school, so I'm sure he's like feeling conflicted. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Also, she lo- she he, he's probably like oh my god she's pretty and she larps. We're meant to be. She's seventeen, dear god. Yeah. Um, but then the last scene. I keep hitting myself with this mic. Oh no worries. Yeah, I think it's there. We go. Thank you. Um. But then the last scene is Holly J comes into the dot and is like comforting Adam about everything and giving him updates on Fiona. And then he shows she shows him a page from Fiona's journal that's like talking about like how much she likes Adam basically. Or Which something. feels private, but also she's like, you kind of deserve it after everything you've been through. And she's like, she'll come around. And then we get like a love montage. Yeah. It's like, and so I actually wrote him like, I get why this has to happen, but Holly J, don't show him part of her journal. I know, How that's dare so you? private. But then right after that, I wrote, okay, but this is also really sweet. <laughs> and I think he really needed it. Yeah. yeah. To know that like she genuinely had feelings for him. And yeah. that it wasn't just like, you know drunk goggles yeah or attention seeking yeah. yeah and it was like a really sweetly written little journal it was like in the in the second person like yeah to him in a way and i was like oh right 
my heart. <laughs> and then that's the end of the episode. Um, oh. Spirit Squad Captain Holly, Holly J. J. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, ship. Um, and I'm Fiona, even though it's really complicated. I'm Claire weird. and Eli. I don't know. I'm weirdly going Dave and Sadie for some reason. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. We man. spent this whole episode talking about how she's out of his league and he's a jerk, and then you're like, but like. When they date and he's not freaking out, he's like a much more tolerable human. Fine. I, okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, you guys. <laughs> the heart wants what it wants. <laughs> I yeah. I'm actually gonna go. I'm gonna go Adam and Fiona, even though it's complicated. Cause yeah. It's like I think just because they're my two favorite characters, and my heart really wanted this to work. <laughs> but like as a like actual more like you know, real shippy of the episode, it would be, like, more Claire and Eli, who, like... Who are, like, solid. Yeah, they're, like, <laughs> solid. So good. They're solid right now, cute banter, and they're just trying to help help Adam out. Yeah. Um, I would no. also like to friendship uh, Adam and Eli, because they were yes. the, they're the true... They're the true OTP. Ultimate romance. Mm-hmm. Um, moral of the episode. Be honest about your age. Don't drink a lot of champagne at once. Don't use alcohol to mask your problems. Don't dump people because they're tall. <laughs> I feel like you guys covered it. Be honest with yourself <laughs> and others. <laughs> Be honest about your feelings. You guys, it's always the same <laughs> Um. All right. Do we have grapevine? We sure do. Um. So... First, uh, I we heard a few from a few people that the song that I couldn't remember who it was by is by a day to remember. So it's uh, called it's called if it means a lot to you, which I totally forgot about and now might download because I'm an endless emo kid. Um, Same though, right? And we kind of saw that we saw them, right? Oh yeah, we did. They opened for Blink One Eight Two. Yeah, we. <laughs> Yeah, we did. I feel so jealous right now. <laughs> we did. I forgot. I totally forgot that that happened. We almost saw All Time Low, but we were late, and we just heard Dear Maria Count Me In, like, flowing from the stadium as we were walking up to it. And we were like, cool, that's enough. <gasps> that's, that's enough. That's about all the All Time Low I need. <laughs> I went through a serious phase of loving All Time Low so much, and then, like, their most recent couple of albums, I'm like, it just sounds the exact same, Yes. Yeah. Um, we heard from a few people about Stacey Farber being on Grace and Frankie, yes. which I saw and was very excited about. Um, let's see. We have something from uh, at Real MC. Uh, Fuck Mary Kill, Queen Kwan, Ms. Hot Sauce, that stoner art lady. Oh, um, dear. Oh, crap. This is hard. Okay. No, not hard. Not <coughs> hard at all. Mary Queen Kwan, fuck Ms. Hot Salaka, and kill Miss Dot, kill Dawes? stoner art lady because I don't remember her. <laughs> I'm with you. I don't know, you guys. Although I might swap that and marry Miss Otsalaka. I really love Miss Otsalaka. I know, me too. All right, I'm going the same because I'm less connected to the stoner art lady, but I'd feel really <laughs> sad about it. Oh, yeah, I'm not happy I have to do it, but like I don't remember her, whereas Queen Con and Miss Otsalaka, I remember well. Um, let's see. We have something from Kyle of Fighters 99. He says, Yo, Queens, love the show, and I'm happy that there are fellow adult Degrassi nerds. Shouts out. <laughs> um, are there any new characters, season five through 14, that you prefer over the classic characters? 
Um, and then they give the example. I actually prefer Claire over Emma as a main character, which agreed. I agree. No, I agree. Because that was like the one that I was going to do. Um, yeah. I mean, I think the big one is I really prefer Claire over Emma. I prefer Claire over Emma. Um, by the end, Manny and Allie were pretty much on equal footing for me because I love them both very, very, very much. Um. I like Adam more than a lot of people in the yeah. original cast. I love Adam so much. Like, you guys are still at the beginning of Adam, but Adam is just... Adam is, like, the, the character that when I go back to to these seasons that I'm like, oh, the original cast gone. Oh, but this is when I get Adam. Yeah, no, I yeah. like Adam a lot. I like Holly J a lot. Holly J is awesome. Um, She's gotten so much better. I love Fiona. I really love Fiona. I like I like current Holly J more than I like later seasons Paige for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. And later seasons like Ellie. Ellie got so Ooh. bad at the end. God, that is true. Wait, who is the equivalent of Ellie in the new group? Eli. Is it Eli? <laughs> I think it is Eli. We never really had like a boy emo goth kid. Like I feel like Eli is supposed to sort of be Craig and Ellie smushed together. Yeah. Yeah. He's. Definitely better I like than, Eli. Late, than late Ellie. Yeah, I like Oh my Eli god, their names are even similar. Yeah, I think it's maybe on purpose. <laughs> yeah, it just, I, it just hit me right I, now. I, I didn't even connect it until you said that. That said, yeah. Marco's still greater than most Riley. people. Riley. <laughs> Riley for sure. But I was going to say Although just generally most Zane, people. But like Zane, Zane! Why is Zane not a main character? He's in the theme song now. Yeah, yeah but he never gets an episode that's all about him. Every episode oh. he's in is like all about Riley. Yeah. And I'm like, but it I, kills me because I'm like, Zane is so much more interesting to me. Yeah. But as like, you know, gay guru, Zane I definitely prefer over Dylan. Oh, oh for yeah. sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. They both have crazy hair, though. <laughs> they do. That's a fact. But I prefer but Zane's crazy hair. Riley kind of has the same hair as Dylan, though. Oh, my God, they do. <laughs> yes. I never God. thought about it, but they both have that, like, just that too much hair. Mop. I'm into it. Um, And then we have a tweet from Tiffany that says, I did some. Oh, I have another one oh. more. I like Connor and Wesley better than Toby. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Because I think Connor, I think Wesley specifically was supposed to be sort of like a Toby fill-in. Yeah. But that said, I will forever say JT over Dave. Oh, 100%. Un- like, unmatched. 100%. Actually, you know what I wish could have happened if we'd done some weird, like, time swapping and we could see JT, Connor, and Wes as friends. Oh, my God. I would have so loved good. that. Um, I'm worried that JT would have been too mean to them. Yeah, probably. Probably, Maybe. but I think Dave is also kind of mean to them. Yeah, I don't and, know why they hang out with Dave. And they, I don't know. Uh, Connor, I just wish Connor had been in all of the seasons ever, I love forever. I love Connor. Connor was such a great addition. I love that it's just randomly like, he's my godson. Now he's going to live with us. We'll never explain this. <laughs> um, I like current Shantae better than old Shantae. Does that count? <laughs> well, I mean, she's around forever. Yeah. But yeah, Shantae gets a lot better. Oh, I will say at some point, I know like right now she's terrible, but at some point, Bianca and Alex end up being on equal footing for me. And that says a lot because Alex is my favorite. I love Alex. I miss Alex. But I think they both have a similar arc of starting out as terrible people and end up becoming like some of the most mature and interesting people. Yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. But I love them both so much. They're so good. Um, And then our final tweet is from Tiffany Beverly. And um, she says... That apparently Owen's actor and Allie's actress used to date, which is weird as fuck. Ew. Especially since we found out that Owen's actor is kind of an asshole. Is he? Mm-hmm. Uh, Aw. Yeah, I don't care for Owen. <laughs> and that bums me out. 
I can't. Oh, there's another character coming in that ends up being a favorite of mine named Dallas. I don't really know who he's supposed to be the equivalent of in the early seasons. I don't know if he is. Um, and it's he, that might still be like a season or two away, but he ends up becoming one of my top favorite characters. I just think he's really interesting and well done. He's got a cool name. <laughs> he's great. I love him. Looking forward to that. Um, I know I'm, I'm still trying to think if there are any other comparisons, but I can't really think of anything. I think we hit it all. Yeah. Who is Jenna supposed to be the equivalent of? Oh, God. I feel like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't I think don't she has know. one. I don't think she does. She's just annoying. With the music, I I'm also trying with to... Ashley. Oh, I don't yes. think so, though. But not with the personality. No. And that's one case where I'd be like, Ashley greater yeah. than Jenna. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of who Sav's equivalent would be. Oh, that's a good question. Maybe Jimmy. Yeah, oh. I think Sav and Jimmy. And I, no. I oof, mm. I can't, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, I still like Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy got more character development. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had more time with Jimmy. We did. I love Jimmy. I love Jimmy, too. Who's Anya? Oh. Um, I think. Maybe a little bit, Ashley. I think Anya's actually a little bit Terry. Like, uh, they're both kind of like this, the two sweet, kind of naive, perky girls. That's true. That hung out with people that were kind of dicks to them. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, definitely early Anya. Yeah, but, in, and we, but we never got late Terry. I know. Because she vanished. And they treated Terry her terribly on this show. Uh, justice I, for Terry. Seriously. And of course, the, the equivalent of Terry comes in and she's like a super skinny girl and she gets a lot of teeth screen time. And I'm like, Rah. but anyway, I love them both. Anya Anya ends up, I don't think she's one of my favorites, but I really like Anya. But, I do like Anya. I, she's not better than Terry, but I do oh, like no. Anya. I like Anya when she's like not around Sav and Holly J at the same time. I will say now I like her now that it, her like and Holly her, J together. Yeah. Like their but friendship I mean, was cute. Her and Sav are always like she's it spins out of control. Um, but that's also kind of Anya's thing. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will like. There's a lot of characters. Oh, and then this is way later, but like in the next class set, I will say Miles uh, ends up being one of my all-time favorites. I love him very, very much. Is that plaid shirt? Guy? It is plaid shirt guy. <laughs> plaid shirt guy. <laughs> plaid shirt guy is such a great character. Remember when we watched the reunion episode and had no idea what was going on? <laughs> I am so excited. Hence, plaid shirt guy. Well, and I will say I don't Miles. Think they ever said his name. Miles comes in. Um, before next class because he comes in towards the end of like the TNG run gotcha. so I think he technically counts for this but Miles I don't think he's necessarily like a replacement of any of the other characters really but I love him he's in my top five favorite Degrassi characters okay cool um, but that is all the grapevine that we have so if you would like to be in a future grapevine segment you can tweet at us at Degrassi pod or on Instagram at Degrassi pod you can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com we're on Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that'd be super cool. And if you leave us a review, uh, we will make up a Degrassi fan fiction for you on the spot on the show. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsex with a Z at the end. And Cody, what do you want to plug? Uh, Plug yourself first. Oh, that's right. Hi. Sorry, I was daydreaming because I was like, wait, who are my top five favorite Degrassi characters? And I (laughs) shockingly fast had my list in my head. 
Uh, for the record, it's Adam, Miles, Fiona, uh, Allie, and Manny. That's a good list. Actually, wait. Take out Allie. Replace with uh, Alex. That's a good list. I yeah. like that. Allie, oh God, I can't do it. Allie and Alex, I tied for for somewhere in there. <laughs> you do top six. Yeah, top six. <laughs> there <fine>. you go. Because <laughs> I can't forget my my love Alex. <laughs> Alex, who is partially responsible for me realizing I'm not entirely straight. Um, I feel like she did that for a lot of people. Yeah. Including Paige. Including Paige. Exactly. Listen, I think that was it. When Allie and Paige were dating, I remember being like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I get it. it. <laughs> Understood. Um, all right. Sorry. Plugging myself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cody. I have a weird crush on Alex. Um, my name is Cody Keplinger. I am an author. Uh, you can check me out on social media. It's Cody underscore Keplinger on Twitter and just Cody Keplinger on Instagram, which I never upload uh, anything on, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, and then probably easiest place to find if you want to know anything about me, it's CodyKeplinger.com, which my website needs a serious redesign because I did it when I was in my hippie phase. And <laughs> there's a lot of pink and peace signs. <laughs> Have you plugged the new book yet on the episode i she, mentioned it she mentioned it i know you just uh the I cover post yeah it's out now right yeah the cover just came out so my i have a new book coming out in the fall called uh that's not what happened um it is a about a group of survivors set three years after a school shooting um shortly before the kind of the youngest the youngest people of the survivors are about to graduate and they decide that before they graduate they want to attempt to kind of set the record straight about what really happened versus how the media sort of covered the story. Is that available for pre-order? I don't know if it's available for pre-order yet, but it will be within the next week or two, as far as I know. There okay. you go. Okay. Check it out on Amazon. I, I was mostly just asking for myself because <laughs> you told us about this book when we first met before it was, I was like I was in announced. the throes of writing it. And exactly. it was like, cause yeah, because I was telling you how I have a lot of conflicted feelings about the Degrassi School shooting episode because mm-hmm. I actually think that it plays into a lot of the um, weird media coverage of how school shootings are depicted versus the reality and I have feelings about everything related to school shootings, guys. The amount of research Valid. I did for this book sent me into an existential crisis. <laughs> it's that's not even a joke. Like it, I I know too many things. I've like I've been wanting to read this book for well over a year now. So I'm like, yes, I would like to pre-order it in a week or so. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to read it well, too. I hope <laughs> that when it comes out, I'll be back before it's out because it's out, not out till September. But oh, yeah, you you'll, probably you'll will be back for season eleven. <laughs> but so. this, but this is why I come in here to be the YA defender because I'm like, it's not all John Green and Twilight, guys. <laughs> oh, John Green. Um, um, although I do, I do occasionally love myself a John Green book. But listen, yeah, I stand by Paper Towns. Paper Towns is a fun one. But yeah, that's why that's why I'm always like, YA is not just the stereotype of what you guys think of. There's a lot out there. I have a couple. I got a couple YA books for Christmas that I still need to read. Ooh, um, which ones? I can't remember. I'll show you. Yeah, you'll have to show me. Um, I'll be able to tell you if they're been, terrible. It might have just been one, but I can't remember. Um, but yeah, so check Cody out. Um, I am going to recommend media-wise uh the shape of water i just saw so it the other day good. i really liked it it was really so beautiful first of all it's gorgeous because it's guillermo del toro 
and I really liked it. I it's a fairy it. tale. Yeah. Um, my only complaint is that I wish they'd hired an actual mute actress to play that role because right. I have feelings about disability right. washing in media, but that's a, whole other, that's a whole other story. But like, aside, like I was looking at it from like a, if this was a book and there were no actors hired, how would I feel about it from a disability perspective? And I, I'm, I'm pretty on board. I thought it was really lovely. Yeah. Also, I aspire to be Octavia Spencer's character in that movie. That's who I want to be when I grow up. She is the she is the greatest friend. I love her. I am going to recommend. Um, I started listening to this band, The Rentals, that are really fun, and it's um, the bassist from Weezer before Weezer got shitty. So it's a good time. <laughs> That's a great pitch. <laughs> Uh, and then I didn't recommend something that's not me. Um, uh, I will, I don't like it when we are not about me. Um, um, uh, but. That's her dog's mantra. <laughs> this whole time we've been recording, Corey's been coming up and trying to headbutt us. Like, excuse me, excuse me. I'm here. Please don't forget that She's I'm here. She's been chill for a while though. Yeah, last half hour or so. Um. But uh, uh, speaking of YA books, I'm actually going to recommend a book that came out last year. I think the paperback is about to come out uh, called After the Fall by Kate Hart. Um, And it's just Kate with a K and H-A-R-T. It's really it's a great YA book. It kind of it feels like it's very appropriate to read right now in light of the Me Too movement. Um, It's a really nuanced take on sexual assault and um, sort of the way we view girls and like ownership of their bodies etc and it's just it's a really really smart and lovely YA book that I I wish more people would read um especially right now sounds really good um (laughs) Corey's like right next to the microphone um okay well that is all that we have for you guys today um thank you Cody as always for coming on the show it's always a pleasure to have you (laughs) Thank you for having me. Uh, and thank you to Jay for our wonderful theme song, as always. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. <laughs>